Hello, hello, hello. Hey, you guys. So this is your girl, Miss Mouthy, and I'm so happy that you're tuning in today. So it's Mouthy Mondays, and this is episode seven. So we're surviving Corona. This is what this episode is entitled. Um, I didn't really want to speak too much about Corona, but I see how drastic this has impacted the whole world. So it's only important that not only do I talk about it, but I'm able to offer resources for people of my community and in my hometown. So this is basically what this episode will be about. So also a quick update is that I'm going to start releasing Mouthy while this whole Corona thing is over bi-weekly. So that means like this Monday I'll be releasing the episode and then next Monday... I won't have one, but the following Monday, I'll be releasing another episode just so I can keep my mental health at bay and not feel the pressures of editing and uploading and just kind of talking about things when honestly, the world is at a standstill. So it don't leave me a lot of room to have a lot of things to talk about. But as soon as we are are through the clear with this thing, I definitely will go back to my regular weekly updates on Miss Mouthy. So, y'all know how I like to open things up. I like to open things up with a quote. So, here we go. Did I offer peace today? Did I bring a smile to someone's face? Did I say the words of healing? Did I let go of the anger and the resentment? Did I forgive? Did I love? These are real questions. I must trust that the little bit of love that I'll sow now will bear many fruits. Here in this world, in this life to come. Henry Nolan. Um, that, quote, that quote was like impactful because I think right now how everybody is feeling. You feel the anxiety and you feel the depression and you feel how impactful this virus has been to the whole world and people ways of life. So more than anything, let's not forget our humanity. Let's not forget how to love one another and be there and show up for people in the best ways that we can while we go through this all together. So I wanted to give y'all a little bit about Corona and the things that I know about it. And just so we can all kind of like be on the same page and be aware. Like, so I think the best ways with having people who have platforms and um, media outlets is that you can get the information out to people a lot quicker than most people. And it kind of like will kind of settle some of that anxiety most people have around it. So, um, you know, with Corona, these symptoms can vary, right? So it could be mild symptoms to severe illness and even death. So, you know, there are typically when Corona, when you're first exposed to Corona, it takes between 2 to 14 days after exposure for you to start feeling symptoms. So, you know, you'll have a fever, you may be coughing, you may be shortness of breath. And so, you know, not being funny, because we are humans, we often cough for various things. If you're a smoker, if you just went for a run, um, sometimes you just naturally cough and that's okay. So don't confuse Corona with either having a fever or like the flu symptoms to 
corona or having allergies. So that is the biggest misconception that we're seeing often. And so a lot of people are like, well, you know, when do I have all three of these symptoms? So at what point do I go to the hospital? So because of corona and the people who actually have it and the shortage of supplies, they are asking that people can really remain at home, at bay, and so we're practicing social distancing, and that just means to stay, like, at home or six feet apart from each other when you do go out in public, and so when I feel like you should maybe go to the ER is immediately when you know that you have signs of trouble breathing, persistent pain and pressure in the chest, you have new confusion and the inability to get up. Like it's just very difficult and hard for you to get up. Um, you got blemishes on your lips or face. And so those things at that moment, I would say it would be best for you to go to the hospital and then see, seek medical help. There's currently no vaccine um, to prevent this disease, COVID-19. The best way to prevent the illness is to just avoid exposure. Like, just don't put yourself in a position where there's a lot of people, there are um, mass crowds, and mainly it's from person to person. So try not to be very close to people. And like the biggest thing I just said, stay within about six feet away from people. And these come from the droplets that land in one's mouth or their nose. And I know that sounds like really gross, but germs travel and you inhale it in your lungs. And then that's how the virus seems to get into your respiratory system. And so, you know, things that can prevent this is like cleaning your hands often. So washing your hands with soap and water for at least people, at least 20 seconds. So whatever you got to do, sing your song, you know, look at yourself in the mirror, see how popping you is, but continue to wash your hands for 20 seconds. Um, whether you're in a public place, whether you're at home, after blowing your nose, after coughing, after sneezing, just go wash your hands. And like, if you touch your face, which I didn't realize until this whole corona thing, how often I actually touch my face. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> let me go wash my hands. And I did that like 10 times. Like, okay, I really got to stop touching my face. And I don't even know why. Like, it's just a habit, I guess. Um, if you can't find soap or water available immediately at that time, get you some hand sanitizer that contains at least 60% of alcohol, y'all. And... The funny thing about this is that me and the ladies at Trans Sister Color Project, we learned how to make our own homemade hand sanitizer. So that was definitely cool and a great learning skill to have. And who knows, in the future, we may have a whole little business thing going on. So um, cover all your surface um, that you touch with your hands and, you know, rub them until they're dry. Avoid touching your eyes, your nose, your mouth um, with your unwashed hands because, you know, if we touch a place that may be exposed to the virus and then we go to touch our face and now we're just putting ourselves in proximity to be exposed to COVID-19. So 
avoid close contact. And I know it sounds hard with people because we're social. We're very social creatures. We are very made to interact and talk to people. But during this time, I would rather people have their lives than to have their good time. So let's just try to avoid um, being social for a little while until we get rid of this. So stay at home as much as possible. And also avoid contact with people who you may know is sick. Um, yeah, and th- that way you're not exposing other people if you... Because there's a lot of people who don't have symptoms that actually has this disease. And we don't want you to go around just infecting... Um, well, I don't like the word infecting. Exposing people to COVID-19 if we don't have to. So let's just practice social distancing and staying indoors so you know cover your mouth when you sneeze cover your nose with a cloth um you know they got the little masses it's kind of like one of those things please cover your mouth if you feel like you may have these symptoms um and when you go out in public just to not expose people or not to be exposed to it um so, for example, if you go to the grocery store to pick up some things, put put a cloth over your face just so you are not spreading that. And then um, you don't really want to put cloth over children's face if they're under the age of two. Like, that's just kind of like suffocating. They're going to have trouble breathing. They may become unconscious. And, like, we just don't want to have a difficult situation with something like that, like, Don't put that cloth over your baby face if they're younger than two. So, um, let's just talk about some ways that, like, we can clean and disinfect our surfaces, right? So, try and practice cleaning your surfaces every day. So, that's like tables, doorknob, light switches, countertops, handles. Desks, phones, keyboards, toilets, um, faucets, and sinks, right? So just try and clean those things. I know sometimes it get really difficult to be like, oh, I got to clean up this house every day. But you will thank, you will be thankful to have your health and to be alive with your loved ones just by cleaning surfaces. So, you know, don't be lazy. Let's just get up and clean and make make fun of it. Like, really make a good time of this. And so, like, one thing about it, too, is that if you bleach, you can use bleach to, like, clean down those surfaces. So, do, like, four teaspoons of bleach to a quart of water and you'll be really good. And so, again, make sure your alcohol surfaces has at least like 60 to 70% alcohol to really disinfect these germs. Um, so I guess 60% if you want to do like a hand sanitizer and then 70% if you need to disinfect your surfaces, right? Um, and so one thing that's like important about this thing is that like, you don't have to take it from me. You don't have to get this information from me. But if you want more information on coronavirus and read all these things on your own, you are definitely welcome to go to www.cdc.gov. 
www.thepeopleshow.org. And you can find so many resources out there to share and to read and keep yourself informed. I think the biggest way that we can combat this is to keep ourselves informed with information and not spew um, myths about what we think Corona um, or COVID-19 is like. So I wanted to give resources because the biggest thing of people of color and specifically trans people um, is that resources is oftentimes hard to get by, whether that's by discrimination from um, employers or access to because of opportunities that's just missed because we are a disproportionate um, community. So one thing that's out there is that Trans Sister Color Project, which is a organization that is ran by all trans women of color, four trans women of color in the city of Detroit. I sit on the board there and we actually had given out Corona Care Bags, which was um, bags for trans women in the city of Detroit that we know during this hard time when everybody was buying up the tissue and the toilet paper. It was difficult to just think about not only um, getting there when it was all bought up, but think about the many of people who don't have transportation to go to the store just at their leisure or, okay, now I get there and I don't necessarily have the money or the funds to buy all these supplies that they say is necessary for um, for this COVID-19 survival thing. So one thing that we thought about was our girls and how we know that they may not always have access to that, but we want them to always have what they need to survive and um, know that somebody out there cares about them. So me and the girls rallied together and we got all these supplies and we made homemade hand sanitizers for the girls. We had all these different things um, and every girl did deliveries. We had, in our first round, we did 20 bags. So we had 20 bags for 20 girls that um, either we personally knew or reached out to us through our social media and was just like, we knew that they needed these bags. So we delivered it to them. We made a day of it. And that's one thing that I love about this organization is that these women are incredible. We come together. And when we think about our mission and what it is that we really stand for as an org, we get shit done. And so we have realized that after that, we then the following week had more requests for other girls who needed bags and all that. So then we started to ask um, for donations for the supplies and to make sure that other girls are getting their needs met as well. And I think that's just really important. So that time we were able to get out 15 bags to girls as well. And so like people, I know it may seem like, well, why is that really important? But think about how if we talk about prevent preventative measures and healthcare and things like that, we really need to not just think about ourselves in these moments. We did need to make sure that women um, or people in general that may not always have access to these things are also being taken care of because there's no reason why um, in these times of crisis that we should only look out for each other. Like, make sure that your community is taken care of and you can do the best that you can. And 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 that looks different depending on what access you have to things, 
money that you may have to give time or energy, right? Um, but try and do something. Try to think that in this time of need, we all have to get through this together. And one thing that's really important to trans women in this time of need is like, okay, girl, thank you for the bag. That was cute. But what about my moans? <laughs> and for y'all who may not know what moans mean, that means hormones. That is the thing that is vital for a lot of trans people to who choose to um, medically transition. For me, I I my hormones is very imperative for my mental and my physical um, health. Like that is just that just makes me feel good in the body that I am to feel good, to present myself in the way that I want to show up in the world. So we wanted to let people know that like Corktown Health Center is still providing hormones with their current client and they have a wait list for um, new clients. So it's not to say that in this time of need that you can't still transition and you can't get what you need, but it's just going to be a little weight on that. And that's like everything, right? In this time of need, everything is kind of like backed up or shut down or cut off. But I think that's really amazing. And props to Dr. Riddle Jones that and her staff of team that's over there that's doing amazing work for this community. And like one thing is that they service trans women that's over 30. So like if you need access to hormones and you're over 30, please go see the staff over at Quirktown Health Center because... For y'all who may not know, a lot of services when you're a trans woman of color get cut off when you become 30. And so that doesn't change. I still have to transition. I still need to get my hormones. I still have to work. So I think it's very vital that we share these resources out for people who may be older and need those resources. And then the staff over at the Ruth Ellis Center is providing um, hormones for their current patient. And they do amazing work for youth and people up to 30. And so um, they're not a, they're not currently accepting new clients. And so um, don't get discouraged, but you always have the other option of Quirktown to get what you need. And if you're currently over there, um, shout out to Dr. Mo and her amazing team over at the Ruth Ellis Center that's really doing work to make sure people um, lives and ways of health is being maintained during this crisis. Um, so let me, oh, I forgot. Let me share information for that, y'all. I'm sorry. Um, so over at Corktown, they're on Howard Street. So they're at 1726 Howard Street, Detroit, Michigan, 48216. Telephone number 313-832-3300. And so go over there if you want to um, be seen with Corktown Health. And then over at the Ruth Dulles Center, they're at 77 Victor Street, Highland Park, Michigan, 48203. And their telephone number is 313-252-1950. And so it's really imperative that um, we eat, right? So food is really big. Also over at Ruth Ellis Center, they are offering food boxes available for pickup on Friday from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. at the gated parking area on 95 Victor Street. So you'll be able to get food boxes for anybody that's in need. Please go over there and get your food boxes 
if you but people please be mindful that like be of the community be of lgbt people please don't be someone that's not from the community that's just kind of looking for resources because there are other resources out there for you that um you can go get food as well but we want to make sure that our community gets what they need first and so let me also give y'all a few more resources of places in Detroit because we have women throughout various places in Detroit where they can go and get food as well if like Friday don't necessarily work for you. So starting um, March 30th, there are meal pickups that provide at these resource centers, right? From 8.30 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. So in the morning time, you'll be able to access care and food um, at Adams Bustle Recreational Center, and that's at 1050 Linden. And then we have Farewell Recreational Center at 3711 East Otter Drive. We have Kennedy Recreational Center, and that's at 2360 South 4th Street. We have Patton Recreational Center at 230 Wildermere. And so that is something that you can do. And then there's other parts, other pickup places that is Caldwell Recreational Center on 16630 Lasher. We have Lacey Recreational Center on 13200 Flanoy. And so those are a couple places that you can see. And again, I'll have all I'll share out all this in the resource guide a little later um, on my social media page. So anybody who does not have my social media, just add me on Facebook at Raquel Tramel. So R A C Q U E L L E T R A M M E L L on Facebook, and I'll share out. Um, the information, or you can check our Love Her Collective page. You can actually check out the Trans Sister of Color page. That resource guide will also be available, and it'll be on the Miss Mouthy um, social media page as well. So if any ladies that, or anybody who know women of color in the city of Detroit of trans experience that may need resources, you can share that out to them as well. And so let's not forget about our seniors. Um, if you have seniors that may need food, call 313-446-4444. Again, that number is 313-446-4444. And so for our youth, you know, it's really important that our youth eat because like things with school and sometimes like we often don't have the money to necessarily always feed the youth in the way that they need to. So school comes very important to lower income families when it comes to making sure their children eat. So places that still offering food for the youth is recreational centers, schools and churches across Detroit are providing meals. And so what y'all can do is get your phone and text um, food to 877-877. Or you can dial 
the United Way Southeastern Helpline at 211. Because not being funny, I was like spending a lot of money on food. I'm like, y'all, this is getting expensive. I know y'all saying like, get a whole bunch of food, but it's like you either risk, because it's just me, you just risk like a whole bunch of food going away and I try like meal prepping and that works, but then I don't want to find myself overeating just so I can have food consumption. So I've been trying to manage how to preserve my food. So if anybody got any suggestions, please let me know. Um, I think I got to do more like freezing of food. And also if which if you feel like you've been exposed to COVID-19 with some real symptoms, they are offering free COVID testing at Spectrum Health. And you can go on to spectrichealth.org slash COVID-19. Or you could call them over at 616-391-2380. And so if you want to get tested just to see if you have the coronavirus because you are showing symptoms, please. Um, but be mindful that there are a lot of people, whether it's um, because if there are anybody like me where we Google um, some symptoms <laughs> like, oh, I just caught today. I must got it. Um, please be mindful that like you will really know if you're not shortness of breath and you just like really, really, really just out of pocket, like, you know this is far normal than your other health, just stay home. You probably just not feeling good that day. So, lastly, I'm going to get through these um, utilities and other social services resources that we have. So, DTE Payment Assistant, that number is 800-477-4747. And if you in the city and you need your water cut back on, that number is 313-386-9272. And you know, they are offering 60 days free trial through Comcast for free internet. So um, that number is 885-846-8376 or go to the website internetessentials.com and that's essentials e-s-s-e-n-t-i-a-l-s dot com and so they're offering free Wi-Fi and hotspots at xfinity.com slash Wi-Fi so temporary housing for people who has experienced homelessness at CAM that number is 313-484-4449 And one thing that is very scary for people with chronic illness um, today is about not exposing themselves to people who may have or being exposed to COVID-19. So Link Up Detroit have services for people who are living with chronic illnesses. Um, You, I think them guys over there is doing an amazing job on Always making sure that people with chronic illness is well represented and getting the services that they need. So please contact Satrice Tillman. Her email is T-I-L-L-M-A-N-S 
at DetroitMI.gov. And so that is something that is really amazing. So people, please be mindful that your loved ones could be having a chronic illness, whether that's diabetes, asthma, HIV. Um, Let's be mindful to not expose our loved ones to things that could potentially hurt them. And so lastly, I want to, I feel like I keep saying lastly, so forgive me y'all, but I'm trying to give y'all the rundown. I'm trying to give y'all everything that I feel like I know of, just so we don't know how long it's going to be. I want people to understand that like there are resources out there. And if you personally don't know of any, please share this on so people can get what they need. So we all can get through this together. So lastly, I've been experiencing a lot of people um, shift in mental health and we have to have more conversations around mental health and those practices. But Corona is really shedding light on people, people fear of being alone or being isolated or being disconnected with um, society. So I want people to know that it is okay to feel down and hyper or in survival mode, right? Like, because we are in survival mode because we're trying to figure out how do we combat this? How do we, how does life change for us after this? And um, specifically, I've had three males reach out to me about their depression or attempts of suicide. And I want people to understand that this is a really serious matter that like suicide is something we should take more likely and more serious with folks. So if you see somebody that may be on your social media reaching out for help, please don't discourage them. Don't say mean and hurtful things. Um, and kind of ask them, do they got a plan? What that looks like? Keep keep them encouraged. Keep speaking life into them. Let them know that um, there are people out there that will talk them talk to them and they're not alone through this. Um, if you feel like you personally can't take on that burden or that responsibility, please um, pass them on. There are different different networks of services that people can access. So one is affirmations. It's taking telephone appointment for a therapist um, to meet with clients and talk through some things. So if you feel like in this time of need, you need somebody to really talk to please reach out to them over at Affirmations. And so we also have the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. And that number is 1-800-273-8255. And please pass it on to a friend. Like if you don't need it yourself, um, then pass it on to some loved one. Post it on your social media page. Somewhere where somebody can um, really benefit from that before it's too late. We also have the Trans Lifeline. You can um, reach that lifeline at one 565 8860 or go on their website at translifeline.org. We also have the Trevor Project at one 488 or go onto the website at the Trevor project.org. I want y'all to know that y'all are not in it alone. We all are in trying times. Um, Some of my suggestions would be go for a walk, break down your feelings, video Skype a friend, um, listen to your favorite music, write poetry, exercise, 
read a book, um, write yourself a love letter. Those have been practices of mine that been really helping me through this time. In the beginning, I'm not going to lie to y'all, the first two weeks, I think it was real rough for me to be alone and isolated in my own thoughts. Um, all these thoughts of imperfections and not being sure enough came racing through my mind, and I'm honest enough to say that. But now, now I feel really comfortable in being alone. I think I definitely needed that space and that time. For whatever reason, I was afraid of being alone. I don't know why, but I guess it had forced me to come to grips and truths about myself that I didn't want to. Like, I wanted to continue to lie to myself, and we were... Sometimes you be so busy in work and everyday life that you don't take the time to self-care. So I challenge everybody to self-care in these moments. Take the time that you need for yourself. Find that one thing or a few things that make you very happy. And have you a goal for after Corona? Like, what does life look like for you after this um, pandemic? We can get through this together and we shall get through this together. And so I just want to leave you with that. This is your girl, Miss Mouthy. Thank you for tuning in. Episode 7, Surviving Miss Rona. And I'll catch you, not this following Monday, but the Monday after. Bye.